The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Welcome in. Happy Halloween edition of the Movie Zone. I'm Austin Horton here with uh, my best friend, Johnny Lightfoot. <laughs> it's questionable, but okay, I'll take it. Do you hear uh, Do you hear much of the station overnight, the Fox Sports uh, shows yeah, overnight I do. here? Yeah, I listen to them once in a while. Uh, Jason Smith and Mike Harmon do yeah. the overnight show yes. before Ben Maller takes over, and Jason always introduces his best friend, Mike Harmon. Are they the odd couple? No, that's Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. That's who, right. I don't... I generally, I don't care for that show. Really? Uh, they are, Chris Broussard and Rob Parker really like to yell at each other for the sake of yelling at each other. Yeah, I have, I have heard that as well, but that's what makes good radio, Austin. And Rob Parker is, <laughs> he's so disagreeable. You can never get him to agree on anything, and that annoys me. But I could see that. That makes sense. Okay. I would Fair like enough. it to be 70-30. 70% argumentative, 30% agreeable. That's what really? I would like my radio to okay. sound like. You want everyone to be like you. Yeah, well, I mean, isn't that the... Except for 30% of them. I want everyone to be unlike me, actually. Because I disagree with everybody all the time. That is true. Except my wife. I always agree with my wife. No, she's always right. That's Well, what's the difference? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, how, how are you, buddy? I'm still mad at Twitter. Oh, yeah, you are still out of yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah it's it's... I've, I've given up. It's we, done. We tried, if you missed last week, last time we left you, Yes. we uh, had planned on Johnny getting a new name on Twitter. And with I a tried. New email, and I they tried. sniffed him out. They, they, someone's got me good. They knew it was he. Man, I've tried everything. I've deleted the app. I've reinstalled it. <laughs> I tried finding if there was updates. I've well, sent well, probably 25 do. or 30 emails to Twitter. Yeah. And they keep saying me the same thing. We see this as part of your original case we will add this to it well you know what it's not working man <laughs> i'm still locked out and now oh wait, wait 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 i have to i have to uh give you an update there has been an advancement in this whole thing i oh. now no longer follow anybody and i have zero followers wait a second what do you mean yeah my account now says zero followers i thought you couldn't access your account i can't do anything that's what i'm saying it's gone even farther to this point where now i can kind of see it and it says, I have, it says, welcome to Twitter. You have zero followers and zero following you. Well, maybe it's the new one. Maybe I, they accepted the new one you made. I don't know what What was the done. name? J- Johnny? Just Johnny DeBase? Life at One. <laughs> I mean, I know. We tried doing Johnny DeBase Player. It's too long. It was too long. But, uh, okay. Well, you're still banned from Twitter. Uh, yeah. Uh, I wonder if you flew to Russia and logged in in Russia if you'd be allowed in. There, there is this Russian email on my account, and I cannot get rid of it. I cannot delete it. I cannot add a new one. And uh, I think they're waiting till after November 3rd. <laughs> Look at you with the, all the I'm drive-by. That's all I'm saying. It in the business. <laughs> yeah. uh, any laptops that have uh, come forward to the CIA lately? Or? Nope. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, well... Welcome on in. We do have a lot to get to this week on the Movie Zone. This is, as I mentioned in the top of the show, a Halloween edition. Yes, it is. So we're going to be talking about things that go bump in the night and spook in your mind. <laughs> yes. Is that a phrase? <laughs> it, or did it, I just coin it, it? It is now. We're looking uh, for your um, the scariest movies Ooh. or moments in movies you've ever witnessed. 
There's been some. Scariest movie you've ever seen at Austin Horton at Zone Sports Net. Not at me. I'll just hold up my phone and show it to Johnny. Yeah, yeah. He'll just uh, he'll just text me it later. But if you want to get on Twitter and play along at Austin Horton, the scariest movie you've ever seen, and mm. that because it is. Did you used to watch scary movies as a kid? Uh, no. I mean, I know you don't like them now, and I was wondering if that's because maybe you were forced to watch them as a kid no. or something. I've seen probably five genre horror movies. Okay. I've seen a lot of suspense and thrillers. I've seen almost every Hitchcock. Sure. But, Those uh, are suspense movies for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, But uh, as far as horror goes, I've probably seen five. Now, what about like scary sci-fi? Such as? Alien. I don't care for that. Okay. I saw parts of Alien. Predator? Nope, no thank you. Okay, those aren't really scary. Scary to me. Really? Yep. What about, um, I'm trying to think what else would be kind of that. What about, I know what you did last summer. That's not really scary. That's like that 90s That is scary. terrifying. Really? As a as a 12-year-old or whenever that was when, it, when I was watching it. That's true. Yeah. And I was afraid that mommy and daddy would find out I was watching a rated R movie. I was that way with Alien. <laughs> when I saw Alien, I remember watching it at home. We we were the family that had HBO when it first came out. Oh. And Alien was on there, and I remember staying up super late <laughs> and watching it. Actually, that. is I know what you did last summer, Reddit R. I don't even know. I'm sure. I don't know. But anyway, let us know the scariest movies you've ever seen. We'd love to have you play along with us uh, coming up in, uh, <laughs> you know, later just, in the show. What just came to mind was, uh, this was recent. Okay, this is recent. I do like horror movies, right? Horror. But, uh, but every once in a while, like late at night when I can't sleep around this time, I'll throw on a scary movie at night, which Why? is never a good idea what are by you yourself. Doing? So I threw on The Nun. Why? I don't know. What what network was playing that? It was it was HBO or something, yeah, right? Terrible. So uh, I'm watching it, and it's like 2 in the morning, and you start hearing weird noises outside, which is typically just the branches, you know, banging against the window like in Poltergeist. Or it's, you know, some animal, bird rustling in the bushes. And, man, I got freaked out. This is like, <laughs> like seriously, like maybe a couple months ago, I just got freaked out, turned the movie off, and could never watch it again. <laughs> Good. You should never watch those type of movies ever in the first place, but especially ever again. Yeah, it happened just recently with The Invisible Man as well. I we, uh, And I don't want to get too involved in the poll question responses before we get to that part of the show, but I know that someone will say a certain movie yeah. that my brother-in-law and sister-in-law just watched over the weekend, Okay, uh, last weekend, and... I don't understand why anyone A would watch that movie in the first place and B rewatch it like they do every year. <laughs> wow. Doesn't make any sense to me. So okay. I'll tell you what that is when it comes up in the poll question responses. I'm, I'm I'm excited. But we do have some new movies at Megaplex Theaters to preview this uh this week. We sure do. Our friend Larry Tassoni, film buyer for Megaplex, he has sent us the openings for the week of Halloween, which is this week, and some of the uh, the classics, the frightening classics that are also returning. But we start. We, excuse me. Yeah, right there. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's so emotional. Well, I know it's time. hard. It's hard. Uh, we start with a movie called Spell. It's a rated R horror thriller. <laughs> a man crash lands in rural Appalachia and awakens in the attic of a traditional hoodoo practitioner. He desperately tries to break free from her dark magic and save his family from a sinister ritual before the rise of the blood moon. Ooh. Which is a phrase that I've heard recently in a Borat movie. Yes. Yes, me Only too. Only flipped. <laughs> so, uh, um, <laughs> so I don't know anyone in this. 
It's uh, Omari Hardwick, Loretta Devine, Lorraine Burroughs are the three main actor-actresses. Uh, it's rated R. It's a horror thriller that involves hoodoo practicing. I'm giving it a hardcore no thank you. Yeah, I think you probably will. Yeah. That seems like your type of movie you will not be seeing. And it seems like the type of movie you'll want to see named at the Oscars nominations for Best Picture. It could be. You never know. <laughs> Well, let's move on to the next one, which is okay. called Come Play. It's a rated PG-13 mystery horror starring Jillian Jacobs and John Gallagher Jr. Now, is that the guy that smashes the watermelons? No, that's just oh. Gallagher. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought it maybe it was his son. Jillian Jacobs, you know, from the sitcom community. That's right. As uh, Joel, uh, Joel McHale's character's love interest. Well, a monster named Larry, that's not very scary, <laughs> that manifests itself through, small, through smartphones and mobile devices. Feature film version of the 2017 short film. Okay. Come play. So they made a short film uh, three years ago of this, and yes. now they've expanded it now to it's a feature a f- length. Feature length, yes. Uh, what do you think? A monster named Larry. That's not scary. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of, uh, you know, those uh, progressive commercials, and they're talking to Bigfoot. And Flo says, well, what do you think, Bigfoot? And he goes, Bigfoot? My name's Daryl. That's what that reminds me of. Uh, If this were a comedy, it sounds enticing. But it doesn't seem like it says it's a drama, horror, mystery. Yeah, I don't get that. If it were a comedy, because it reads, the description reads like a comedy anyway. A monster named Larry that manifests itself through smartphones and mobile devices sounds like a comedy starring Jack Black. (laughs) It's not very, it doesn't sound very good at all. So, uh, but for the two new features opening at Megaplex this week, they're very Halloween-ish. They're Halloween-themed. Yes. yes, of course. They're in the spirit of this season. And if you are uh, looking to uphold a family tradition, make the, the 2020 has been a year of tradition killing. Mm. Make this tradition uh, last and, and survive because at Megaplex, you can still, even amidst the spiking vi- uh, virus cases, head out to Megaplex, have a good time, be safe, and enjoy a moment with your family. If you're the type of family that goes to the movies every Halloween... I don't care if these movies are good or bad. You can still go enjoy oh, that yeah. tradition this year. Now, you know, and I want I want to touch on that for a second. Last week, remember, we were talking about Love and Monsters. Right. The story of a, a kid that uh, finds out his girlfriend is within 100 miles from him. Yes. But he has to avoid being killed by monsters who have taken over the earth. Yes. I went and saw it again. Really? I it was did. that good? I liked it that much that I went and saw it again. And I just want to say... There was a good amount of people in the theater. Yeah, good. yeah. It felt, I was actually really surprised. When I get there kind of early, and I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm the only one, right? Yeah. And then more people started coming in. Now and more people came in. And now they, they do it, have it. They have it social distance. Social distance is a minimum. They're three not seats. packing the theater. No, it's yeah. minimum three seats away. But more but people are coming out. Instead of like maybe three weeks ago, there was five people in the theater. Yeah. It was like maybe fifteen. So it's growing. That's good. Good, 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 it's good. It's good, and, and I'm that's glad. a movie, and that that proves what Larry was telling us. Yeah, that this would have been an under the radar hundred million dollar movie in normal times. Yes, because of word of mouth sharing. Yes, I and agree. And it look, it sounds like you've been 
twice, and I mean, the twice. second time there was three times the amount of people there. Yes, and I, I again, it was great even the second time. It's a fun movie. So and so, it doesn't have to be one of these new movies that you go see this week. You can see Love and Monsters. Yeah. It's rated PG thirteen. Right. It's family friendly. Really. You can also go see some uh, classics that they're running back at Megaplex for Halloween, and that includes. The Monster Squad. Yes. Which I've never heard of. I know. And Larry sent us a note about the Monster Squad. Now, yeah. Larry gets to take input and suggestions from fellow employees and, of course, uh, Megaplex moviegoers as to what he dubs worthy of being a classic at Megaplex <laughs> theaters. But he took some liberty himself. Yes. He said, have you guys ever heard of the 80s film The Monster Squad? Maybe more likely Johnny than Austin. He just called me old well, right there. Yeah, I yeah was he born, just called me old. I was born in 85. That's all right. I didn't remember anything till 91, so uh, I, there's no chance I know this movie. <laughs> but he said it's a Goonies-style film that I loved as a kid. Yep. Kind of had a cult following, but since I'm not from Utah, I'm not sure if it's known around here. And what I'm sure is a complete misuse of my power, I decided to bring it back for Halloween weekend. Here's hoping someone shows up to see it. So, The Monster Squad. PG-13 from 1987, a young group of monster fanatics attempt to save their hometown from Count Dracula and his monsters. And let 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 me tell you a little bit about that. It's not just his monsters. It's all the classic monsters. It's Dracula. It's Frankenstein. It's a werewolf. It's a... The creature from the Black Lagoon. Okay, so it's, it's like mummy. Hotel Transylvania. It's Hotel Transylvania, <laughs> exactly, but live action. Like all the characters <laughs> in Hotel Transylvania, but live. What do you mean live? <laughs> yes. Uh, so you can go see the Monster Squad. And you've, I remember checking this out. I really do. He was not He was not wrong. You've got the 2015 film starring Jack Black, rated PG, called Goosebumps. Did you ever read the Goosebumps books? I did not read the Goosebumps books, but I watched the movies with my son. It was the cool thing to do in school. Yeah. And so I read the Goosebumps and Animorphs. Okay. And Goosebumps was terrifying. While you were reading Goosebumps, I was touring the world. <laughs> Playing for hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, Scream. Yes, I love this. The, the R-rated 1996 Wes Craven horror classic starring Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and Drew Barrymore. 2017's edition of It... You yeah. can see that in IMAX at Jordan Commons. If you aren't scared enough with, the, with seeing it regularly, see it in IMAX. Additional returning classics include V for Vendetta plus 13 minutes of bonus content on there. Wow. The 15th anniversary of V for, for Vendetta, by the way. Cool. Alita Battle Angel. And at select locations, We Are Marshall, Pitch Perfect, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pride and Prejudice. But I skipped one. Did you, you did. notice I skipped one? Yes, and I'm going to talk about it because I'm excited. I love this movie because I just mentioned it. Well, uh, we'll get into it more so in poll question responses okay. coming up in segment number two. But Poltergeist 19? remastered in 4K. Yes, from 1982. Can you believe that? You and, weren't even a blink in your father's eye. And it was rated PG, which yeah. blows my mind. Yeah, it should have been hard. That was scary. Uh, for the first time, it's being made available in 4K Remastered Edition, which was sourced from the original cut negative, which is very interesting. But you can see Poltergeist Remastered in 4K for your Halloween tradition at Megaplex Theaters. I still think of uh, every time I see a black and white snowed TV, you know, like the... the yes. The, the, I guess they call it snow. I don't know if we have that anymore, but when I do see that, I can't help but think of Poltergeist. Uh, well, coming up next, speaking of Poltergeist, mm. we've asked you to join us on the show via Twitter, at Austin Horton, at Zone Sports Net. Tell us the scariest movie you've ever seen, or for bonus points, the scariest moment 
in said movie. We'll get to your responses next here on the Movie Zone. We'll also have a This Moment in Music History and coming up later in the show, a From the Archives special with one of my favorite actors of all time. A must-watch every single year. Every year. We'll get to that and more next here on the Movie Zone. Happy Halloween. You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Segment two here this week on a Halloween edition of The Movie Zone. We'll get to the poll question responses in a moment. The scariest movies you've ever seen. Hop on Twitter at Austin Horton at Zone Sports Net. But we've been doing this uh, new little segment. I think it's fun and, and yeah. exciting. And this is the movie zone. But what are movies without their soundtracks? And so for soundtrack of the week each week, Johnny being the professional musician that he is, mm-hmm. yes, he's right. going to give us a this moment in music history. And today, Johnny, you've chosen Stevie Nicks. I have chosen Stevie Nicks. She's actually been one of my favorite Utah's singers. own Stevie Nicks. And that's funny you mentioned that. <laughs> yes, there is time that she did live here. In fact, let's like get, six months. Let's get right into it. Yeah. Uh, Stevie Nicks was kind of like a, an army brat, sort of. So she moved around all the time. She grew up uh, financially comfort. You know what I mean? Thanks to her father. He was a corporate executive, but was forced to move around a lot during their childhood. She spent time in Arizona, California, New Mexico, Texas, and Utah. Uh That's right. She lived here for just a little bit. And I do remember growing up in the music scene and people talking about this girl singer came over and checked out their band. Her name was Stevie Nicks. (laughs) And then, of course, she went on to be Fleetwood Mac later on. Now, this is a much older generation than me that was telling this, but I still heard that story. Yeah. Went to Judge Memorial for six months. That's right. Now, uh, I bet you didn't know this, but her grandfather was a country singer. Oh, who was that? Her grandfather was A.J. Nix, and he wanted to take her on tour with him. Her her parents obviously said no, but they were just delaying the uh, inevitable, really. Yeah. A.J. Nix sang country music and helped get his grandfather into music, bringing her records when she was a kid and encouraging her to sing harmonies. This is all according to Rolling Stone magazine that she did an interview with. He helped his grandfather? His granddaughter. Oh, his granddaughter. Granddaughter. Okay. Did I say grandfather? Yeah, but... I meant granddaughter. Which, that would make more sense. Yes. Or Stevie her, Nicks, her grandfather. Stevie Nicks is not her grandfather's grandfather. No. Stevie Nicks is his, her grandfather's granddaughter. I'm my own grandpa. Anyway. Now, this is what I really like. She spends a lot of time visiting wounded veterans. Oh, that's cool. And was honored by the USO for her work with veterans in 2015. Now, in the military times, she holds the USO record for the most hours spent visiting combat wounded service members over a five-year period. Wow. That is really cool. That's really cool. Tip of the cap, Stevie. That's great. Oh, I I agree 100% with that. I think it's really cool. I would love to do that. That's wonderful. Now, here's something I find really cool. Stevie Nicks is the only woman to be in the Hall of Fame twice as a solo artist and as a band. She's the only female artist? Yes. Wow. Twice. Wow. She's, She's in very limited company there, herself. 
Wow. In 1998, Nix was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a member of Fleetwood Mac. And in 2019, she was inducted again as a solo artist. This will make Nix the first woman to ever be inducted into the Hall of Fame as a member of a group and her own solo career. <laughs> is that pretty cool? That is very cool. Now, this next part kind of tends into uh, the time of season it is. Okay. Stevie Nix has played a witch on TV. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yes. She, uh, but, 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 she has been rumored to have supernatural powers. Okay. <laughs> she made her acting debut in 2014's American Horror Story, uh, Coven. Coven. Coven, thank yeah. you. That's what a witch's group is called, is That's a right. coven. Well, it's, yeah. a, it's a coven for me. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. It's how I say it. Coven. <laughs> I'm sorry, yes. Which only few, uh, fueled the fact that she actually may be a witch. Uh, of course. Yeah. Uh, in, the, in the show, Nick's played a fictional, question mark, version of herself who happens to be a sorceress. Uh-huh. She also appeared in two episodes that season and again in 2018's American Horror Story Apocalypse. Oh, glad I missed that one. Are you? Uh, yeah, I hate that show. <laughs> well, in case you have missed Stevie Nicks' new music, she is back. Her latest single, Show Them the Way, dropped on October 9th. And in addition to that new track, there is a music video directed by Cameron Crowe. And she's also working on a new solo album and will spend the remainder of the pandemic turning the poetry from her journals into lyrics for an upcoming record. Uh Stevie Nicks is an absolute legend. She is. Now, She's a lot incredible. of people don't really like her voice, but I, I really do. I think I it's know. cool. I think it's kind of fitting for the time. It's kind of got that scary thing. But one last thing. Her album, Belladonna, spent nearly three years on the Billboard Top 200. That's solid. From That's July amazing. 1981 to June 1984, four, the album has shipped over 4 million copies worldwide. Wow. And that album alone spawned her hits that she did with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Stop Dragging My Heart Around. She did a duet with Don Henley, which is called Leather and Lace. The song we just heard, Edge of 17. And a country song called After the Glitter Fades, which hit number 32. Wow. Pretty cool, right? Very cool. And uh, Stevie Nicks, and of course, w- uh, with her time in Flutewood Mac, oh, f- have well. been uh, featured in movies since the 70s. Absolutely. So you, it's hard to for, for you to find a movie that doesn't have a Fleetwood Mac song on the soundtrack. How do you not like a Fleetwood Mac song? Landslide. Well. How do you not like, uh, boy, just pick one. Yep. You know, there's so many great Fleetwood Mac songs. Oh, Dreams, oh. Uh, Tusk. Everything. Uh, uh, little lies. Tell me lies. Tell right. me sweet little lies. Anyway. You, you can't go wrong with Stevie Nicks or Fleetwood Mac. So there you go. That's this moment in music history presented by Johnny Lightfoot. Thank you. Very you're, interesting. You're very welcome. Let's get to our poll question <laughs> responses of the week. At Austin Horton, at Zone Sportsnet, we asked you, the uh, tell us the scariest movie you've ever seen, and for bonus points, the scariest moment in said movie. Ooh. Uh, Jake Scott texted me earlier in the week when okay. I told him this was going to be our poll question, and he said, uh, uh, was it Finding Schmidt? About Schmidt? About Schmidt. About Schmidt. <laughs> uh, he said it terrified him, and he told me why, but I'll leave it up to everyone who's seen that movie to decide why he thought it was so scary. You know, I, I've been saying this for the last few weeks. Uh, the absolute scariest movie I've ever seen is Showgirls. It's absolutely terrifying. And uh, yes, it's pulled from the Scream movies, but it's funny and it's true. If uh, Rudy Giuliani was replying to this Ooh. message, he might say Borat 2. Bada bing. Did you watch it? Yep. 
Yeah, so did I. Oh, we might have to do a podcast about it. Yeah, we might. Uh, John, uh, germs guy, John English. Okay. He's a movie aficionado himself. He says the scariest movie he's ever seen is The Changeling. Ooh. The scariest movie moment is when Samara crawls out of the TV in The Ring. Okay. That is kind of creepy, isn't it? Oh, terrifying. That long, black, terrifying. stringy hair over her face. In fact, that's probably my answer is really? The Ring. Okay. Uh, because I watched it in high school when it came out, and that night we had like five of the things that happened in the movie happen to us. Really? A, a weird ladder, a fly on a TV that was Ooh. snowy. Uh, all, we had all kinds of stuff happen really? to us that night. Yep, 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 Ooh. Yep, 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 yep. That's the creepy. The phone ringing and someone it was like a wrong number, but they just breathed and hung up. Really? It was terrifying. Like whole, wow. It was awful. Wow. I still to this day think it was one of my friends playing. Of course it was. <laughs> Steven Surprise <laughs> says scariest movie is uh, the sixth scariest movie moment is the sixth sense when the kid is peeing and then goes into his kitchen to see an abused dead person. That is terrifying. Yeah. He says, my grandma could have really scared me if she wanted to as a kid. I never have been able to pee at night without looking behind me. Wow. Because of that moment. Wow. Traumatized. A little too much information, but yes. we appreciate it. But thank you. Blair says, the exorcist, when she spins her damn head. Okay. He also includes bonus, the shining, when Jack tries to slay his family with an axe. More intense than scary, though, he says. Mm. Adam Ray King says, poltergeist. Okay. And that brings us to what I told you I was going to talk about earlier. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law... Are, are, are a prime example of I don't understand A, why you would ever watch a movie like that in the first place, but B, they watch it every year. Wow. That's not a rewatchable movie. Hey, when I still see new homes being built, I still think of <laughs> Poltergeist and maybe it's built over Native American uh Native burial American. ground. Thank yeah, you, burial yeah, grounds. Yeah. Uh, well, if it is, uh, I hope that it's more movie than real life. Yes. Hans Olsen. You heard of that guy. I know that guy. He says the scariest movie and moment is Gremlins when Stripe leaps out of the fountain and melts into goo. <laughs> okay. I, I, I don't know if he's joking, but Gremlins terrify me. Really? I hate that movie. I love that movie. It's because of that movie I can't stand that Christmas song. Which Do one? you hear what I hear? <laughs> because it's playing the whole yes. time? Roger says the watcher in the woods. Ooh. Any part with the mirror. The I mirror, have, yes. I have had a hard time with mirrors since, and I am now 42, says Roger. Wow. Uh, Roger also says the changeling, when the guy is in the attic and the old empty wheelchair all of a sudden turns and starts to roll to him. Okay. The scariest wheelchair to ever roll the earth right there. <laughs> John Smead says the conjuring, and it's not close. No gore, no swearing, no sexuality, no nudity, just terrifying. <laughs> what was nudity terrifying? I could be. Uh, he says, I love it. I try not to think about specific parts of that movie, though, says John Smith. Okay. Mike says, Amityville, the one with Ryan Reynolds, when the kid turns on the light in the bathroom and that dead body shows up. Jordy, mm -hmm. <laughs> the ring, when she crawls through the TV. Jeff says, Fatal Attraction. That's real life it, scary. It is. It is. When she's cooking the bunny. Yeah. <laughs> is that Glenn Close's best role? Ooh, boy, there's so many, though. There's, it's hard to pick with Glenn Close. I mean, the double wears Prada. Yeah. That's a great role for her. Uh, yeah, she's great in that movie. Oh, she's great. I can't believe she's never won. And then Dave Osmond says, Poltergeist, when the guy starts clawing his own face off. Ooh. You know, still, I, I would probably go with the Poltergeist one okay. like, when the storm hits and the tree 
Sure. Knocks on the windows constantly. Yeah. Knock, knock, scratch, scratch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still think about that movie when you hear lightning and thunder and you count how many seconds and how many Ugh. miles away the Ugh, storm is. Stop it. I'm getting the chills. <sighs> uh, One, by the way, before we break. Two, three. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. <laughs> kick you off the show. Uh, <laughs> we have two items of business to take care of here. Okay. First of all, before we get to the second thing, the second thing is uh, an exclusive clip of a uh, favorite TV series that's returning. Okay. We can call it. But before we get to that, Forbes last week put out the scariest movies of all time according to science. Oh, so like really scary. So what they did is they hooked people up to heart monitors and showed them these movies. Wow. And this one, these were the ones that came out on top. Okay, so okay uh, from and so it was it was based on resting beats per minute, movie beats per minute, the difference between the two, and the highest spike along while they were so watching like the like movie. when jump scares would happen, how high the heart would jump. Yes, would jump. okay, okay. And the worst scariest movie of all time, according to science, was uh, Sinister, release date two thousand twelve, directed by Scott Derrickson. Stars Ethan Hawke, among others. The average heart rate across the movie was 86 beats per minute. Okay. Starting at a 65 resting beats per minute. So the movie started 65. Sure. The average was 86. The difference between between that is 32. Uh, And the highest spike or the highest jump scare. So the highest the beats per minute got up to was 131 beats per minute. Wow. Really? Insidious came in second with 133 beats per minute uh, and an 86. The Conjuring, Hereditary, Paranormal Activity, those are the top five. I do not like those. I know they're fake, but I do not like those. Paranormal Activity. No, that stuff, that gets me, man. That might be the last horror movie I ever saw. Yeah. I did see Insidious because I was uh, liking this girl that wanted to watch a scary movie. Ooh. Oh, that was terrifying. Really? That was written and directed by the devil himself. <laughs> Lucifer is the producer. Oh. So there you go. Your top five, according to science, scary movies of all time, paranormal activity, hereditary, made right here in Utah, mm-hmm. The Conjuring, Insidious, and Sinister. Now, have you seen this Osborne's new show? It's kind of like, I can't remember the full name of it. It's the Osborne's, and it's Jack Osborne showing Ozzy and uh, his wife, um, Sharon. Thank you, Sharon. I totally spaced on her name. Ozzy and Sharon, scary clips, UFOs, dire wolves, just freaky. He just shows them little clips? Yeah, and gets and gets a scare meter from them. He's going to kill his parents. No, then they're, they're, they're like- They're what, 140? They're looking at stuff and they're like, eh, that's not that scary, Sharon. Oh, really? I well, give that a three and I'm like going, okay. <laughs> you're that changing was ghosts. your pants. That yeah. was ghosts. <laughs> Like, like seriously, like, I can handle like the dire wolves or seeing little fairies <laughs> or creepy like zombie guys walking down the street. Yeah. But as soon as I'm seeing like a shot of a hallway and it's dark yeah. and a door opens and slams. What about the videos from like Ugh. from like uh, Gettysburg and you see the ghosts crossing the the road? Wow! In Gettysburg, I haven't seen like that. the civil ghost, the Civil War ghosts. I haven't seen that. Oh, I'm sending the link to you right now. Nope. All right, before we break. I'm already scared to leave. Coming up on the 30th, which if you're hearing the replay on the 31st, happy Halloween. That's right. But on Friday, tomorrow. Yes. You're wearing the t-shirt. Yes, I am. This is the way. This is the way. The Mandalorian Season 2. Now, there's a lot of grief and drama around Season 2 that we'll have to talk about Mm -hmm. next week. Yeah. Uh, But 
in the meantime, I thought we'd just play a snippet or two from the season two trailer and get you okay. ready for the Mandalorian season two. As we take you to break, here's a snippet from the teaser trailer. Show me the one whose safety deemed such destruction. You must reunite it with its own kind. Where? This you must determine. The songs of Eon's past tell of battles between Mandalore the Great and an order of sorcerers called Jedi. You expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers? This is the way. Your reaction, Johnny? I can't wait. Me either. I can't wait. Start streaming Friday, October 30th, tomorrow. And that's all I'll be doing all weekend. Oh, my son's with me this weekend, and that's all we're doing. Boom, that's awesome. All we're doing. All right, so if you're uh, the staying in this t- this Halloween type, that might be something you watch. I cannot wait to see Rosario Dawson. She's terrific. As I love her. Asuka. All right, coming up next, we'll go into the archives. It's uh, three times as nice. Beetlejuice. 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 Tell you about it next. Little known facts about that terrific hit. Next, right here on the Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. To my love, took it down. Final segment this week here on The Movie Zone. He's Johnny. I'm Austin. Stevie Nicks is our soundtrack of the week. If you missed Johnny's This Moment in Music History last segment, podcast us on any podcast catcher out there. Stitcher, uh, uh, Google, uh, iTunes, iTunes, anywhere you find, Spotify. All of them. You find your podcasts, you can find The Movie Zone. We'd love you to uh, subscribe, listen, and appreciate and rate us. Hmm. That, I like that. Is that good? Right. That was great. Uh, it is time for the archives, though. And yes. this is a, uh, a favorite for not only this season, but all year round. There's not a bad time to watch this quirky there, there movie. There is not. And, you know, we've this whole month we've been doing scary movies. Yeah. And I think this is a perfect one to end October with. And it's got one of my top five actors of all time. Jeffrey Jones? Nope. Although he's good. He is good. Uh, if, if, whenever we play that game, who would you want to play you in your movie? Yeah. I always say this guy. Uh, Catherine O'Hara? No, not that's, oh. the, that's not a guy. That's, that's Mama Gene, uh, Gina Davis? Nope. Again, not a guy as far as I know. Oh. A- Alec Baldwin? Nope. Winona? Michael Keaton. Oh, yeah, right. Guy. The Batman. The Batman. The Batman, the Birdman. The Birdman, the yeah, Batman, yep. yes. The Vulture. The Vulture, yep. And uh, he's, once, he's got his start by sweeping the stage for Mr. Rogers. Yes, he did. And then they put him on the show, and that's how he got his start. Well, if you couldn't guess what we were talking about by that cast of characters, <laughs> of course, we're referring to Beetlejuice. 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 There it is. From 1988, directed by Tim Burton, starring Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis, Michael Keaton, Catherine O'Hara, Winona Ryder, Jeffrey Jones. It's a great cast. Yep. Budget of $15 million and had a worldwide gross of $74 million. Rotten Tomatoes, critics 85, fans 82. That's too low. That's criminal. That is too low for this movie. Yeah. It's a 90s. It's a mid-90s. Yeah. For sure. Yep. For sure. So the studio originally wanted to call the film House Ghosts. <laughs> Stupid. As a joke, Tim Burton suggested the name Scared Beepless <laughs> and was horrified. Scared Juiceless? Yeah. 
and was horrified when the studio actually considered it. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for changing the title to Beetlejuice. Yeah, thanks. This is, of course, Michael Keaton's favorite film of his own. Is it really? Yes. I didn't know that. And Michael Keaton ad-libbed 90% of his lines. Stop it. Yeah. Really? He's completely ad-libbed. Wow, that's crazy. And also, according to Michael Keaton, the Beetlejuice character was described to him by director Tim Burton as having lived in every time period, but no time period. Keaton used this as the jumping off point to create the character with such features as shock hairdo, mold makeup, large teeth. He said that when he first showed up to the set as Beetlejuice, (laughs) the crew was chanting, Juice, 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 which got him totally excited and pumped up to do the role. Which you would have to be to play that role. Yes. Now, here's something surprising. Michael Keaton, as he was playing Beetlejuice, only appears in the movie for 14 and a half minutes. What? Yeah. Wow. He's not in the movie that much. If you really sit back and think about it. It's more about Hmm. Alec Baldwin and uh, Gina Davis's characters and Winona Ryder's. Winona, yeah. I'm kind getting, of, now that I think back on it, yeah, you're right. He's not in it that much. Now, of course, the movie had huge box office success, and there has always been plans created for a sequel. In fact, and you're going to hate this, Austin, mm-hmm. Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian stupid. was a script that was commissioned, and Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder both signed on to reprise their roles. But Tim Burton lost interest. Thank you! Well done, Tim. He lost interest and went on to direct Batman and Batman Returns instead. As of 2015, Warner Brothers is still trying to get the original sequel concept into production. Please do not do <laughs> Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. Yeah, that's like, that's, I don't know why, but it reminds me of Elvis in Hawaii movies. It's just, don't, no. Don't mess with the legend. It's it's Hotel Transylvania 3. <laughs> It's Ernest Goes to Scared Stiff or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Do not, <laughs> do not do that movie. If you want to redo a, a Beetlejuice movie, let Tim Burton write it and let's make it really good. I like the Beetlejuice musical. Yes. On Broadway. Yes. Off Broadway. But, it did hit, it yeah, did hit that, of yeah. course. But don't make a sequel. We don't need it. So did you know where uh, the name Beetlejuice actually comes from? I, didn't you just tell us? No. Oh, I thought you told us that. It's actually a bright red star. In the constellation of Orion. Well, that's boring. It's called Beetlegeist. Ah. B-E-T-E-L-G-E-U-S-E. Beetlegeist. Is it German? I guess. Sounds that way, doesn't it? Mm. Now, Tim Burton originally wanted Sammy Davis Jr. Ah, that would have worked. A favorite star of his childhood to play the role of Beetlejuice. That would have worked fine. But studio executives said, nope. Mm. Not having it. Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman, Dudley Moore, Christopher Lloyd, Jim Carrey, Tim Curry, Jack Nicholson, Bill Murray, Robert De Niro, and John Cleese were all considered to play Beetlejuice. Wow, there's some there's some names in there that I would have been like, that would have been great. Would that have been cool? Tim Curry? Jim Carrey? Oh, no, read yeah. it again. Read the list again. I'll say yes or no. Dustin Hoffman? No. Dudley Moore? No. Robin Williams? Yes. Christopher Lloyd? Yes. Jim Carrey. Yes. Tim Curry. Yes. Jack Nicholson. No. Bill Murray. I guess Jack might, but not Bill. No. Robert De Niro. No. John Cleese. Yes. Yeah, I can there's see a that lot too. in there that would wouldn't they would have been great. And uh, John Candy and uh, John Goodman and Bob Hoskins were all Hoskins. Cons- Hoskins. Yeah. That's what I said. Oh, 
Hoskins. <laughs> Don't correct me. You said Hoskins. <laughs> Hoskins were considered for the role of Otho. Do you remember who Otho is? No. Otho was the friend to Catherine O'Hare uh, who said, I've got, I know a little bit about the supernatural. I see, yeah. They would have been good too. Now, are you remember Adam, who was played by Alec Baldwin? Yes. You know that black and white checkered shirt? Yes. Did it seem kind of familiar to you? Mm, no. Should it have? It should have. Okay. It's the same shirt worn by Tom Selleck in Three Men and a Baby in 1987. They put him in the same shirt? <laughs> yes. Why? I do not know. That's random. Now, How does a, anyone even know that? They do now. <laughs> now, just a few weeks ago, we talked about the movie The Fly. Yeah. There's a scene in this movie with a fly. There's a tribute to this horror film, which starred Gina Davis. Michael Keaton himself was offered the lead role of the fly. Okay. And turned it down. But when Beetlejuice pulls the fly underground, remember he's in the, in the uh, cemetery? And yeah. And he pulls it down. You can hear the fly scream. The famous line from the, mil- the film, help me, help me. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a throwback to the fly. The Love original it. fly. Love it. We got time for one or two more here. Juliette Lewis, Diane Lane, Sarah Jessica Parker, Brooke Shields, Justine Bateman, Molly Ringwald, and Jennifer Connelly all turned down the role to play Lydia. They turned it down. Turned they it weren't down. just in the running. They were all offered it and said no. They turned wow. all turned down the same role. And they gave it to Winona. Smart. Yeah. Smart, smart, smart. And of course, the big snake scene. Remember that? Yeah. That scene was actually filmed before Michael Keaton was cast. And the animatronic snake used looked nothing like Michael Keaton. Of course, they didn't know, right? So they went back and they reshot that scene using stop animation that looked more like Michael Keaton. (laughs) The studio suggested that they do this so the audience knew that it was actually Beetlejuice as a snake and Mm. not some creature from, what was it, Saturn? Yes. Something like that. And that brings me to one other thing. The visual effects budget was only $1 million. That's it? That is it. Wow. Which was a major factor in Tim Burton deciding deciding to make the effects look as tacky and B-movie as possible. Because they wouldn't give him any money. They wouldn't give him a budget, so he said, fine. We'll just make it garbage. We're going to make it crap. But that's what gives the mu- the movie its charm. But too. I, I yeah. the, actually, the only scene that I think looks kind of cheesy is that actual snake, the snake scene. scene yeah. It looks fake. Yeah. And now knowing that, it's like they shot it and they had to replace everything over it. But just a million dollars? That's nothing. Well, you said the budget was 15 for the whole thing? 15 that's, for the whole. That's, that's a very small budget. Yeah. 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 It's, they did a lot with that. And, yep. and the success they made out of this movie, like you said, it's something... It doesn't matter if it's Halloween, Christmas, Easter, <laughs> or the 4th of July. It's Beetlejuice a, is a fun movie. That's the word. It's fun. Yes. And it's got that Tim Burton dark to Yes, it. it does. But please, do not make Beetlejuice go as Hawaiian. I beg of you. I beg of you, too. Now, before we break for the week, Johnny. Okay. Speaking of sequels. Yes. There is big time, huge, exciting news that my wife is over the moon about. Uh-oh. What is it? If you follow Bette Midler... On social media. Uh-oh. She has confirmed mm-hmm. that the sequel is happening for Hocus Pocus. Sure. It is. Okay, sure. They've started it. Sure. I'm, I'm sure they have. <laughs> There's a special. They started it in 2014, 15, <laughs> and 16 as well. So uh, I don't know how I feel about it, but my wife is ecstatic about well, Hocus Pocus 2. Has uh, the Bette Midler quote-unquote rumor said that uh, Sarah Jessica and uh, everyone else will be returning as well? Well, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najemi 
the other two Sanderson sister witches, mm-hmm. they are they were in the announcement with her in character. In character? Yes. So, really? Yep. Hmm. So I think there's actual smoke to this fire. Uh, or there might be a fire to this smoke. You know, every year we hear this. Yeah, we do. We do. And it could just be the Sanderson sisters playing a prank. But uh, it's led to my wife and I having in-depth, lengthy discussions about how we would have the sequel be laid out. Ooh. And I think my wife is on something. I think that the the girlfriend, why yeah. am I spacing on her name now? Right. Allison? Yes. She's actually a witch. Ooh, really? You never knew it. I think they should go straight up higher on this. Oh, yeah, just make oh, it rated yeah. R just blood Just rated R blood and <laughs> ripping hearts out. Well, hey, uh, whether you're ripping hearts out or just enjoying your holiday, please be safe. Yes. Please be happy. Please be socially safe. Absolutely. Please. We are spiking in Utah. We can have a good, safe, fun holiday without ruining the, 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 the rest of everyone's lives because of coronavirus. Does, does putting on a Mandalorian mask count as wearing a mask? Uh, according to Governor Herbert, no. You okay. have to have a cloth mask underneath that. That's fine. Do it. Whatever it takes. Do it. So enjoy your Halloween holiday. Uh, next week, we start into the holiday season, believe it or not. Yeah, it's, it's getting time for that turkey. We'll talk about that throughout the winter. Johnny, well done. Let's see if we can get you back on Twitter before Christmas. We're going to try. We, it, need, we need to start... What do we need to start? Uh, a movement? No. No, we need to start a, uh, a, a, pe- petition? a petition. Change.org? Yes. Uh, for the Twitter inmate, Johnny Lightfoot. Man, I've got life. <laughs> He's in there for life. I'm Austin Horton. We'll see you next week. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. This is the Movie Zone. <laughs> <laughs>